0: Coming up next on the Digital Marketer Podcast.
1: I even go that far. No, I like that. I'd rather have a no or yes to non-contact. Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, just say screw you. I hate you. Yeah. I don't like <laughs> people with rust-colored sweaters. Fine, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah, but ghosting me, it doesn't serve any of us because I'm going to follow. So my answer to this though would be: there's never a time not to follow up. This is Digital Marketer.
2: Hey, it's Mark e. Grass here, and I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. That's getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. Hey guys, this is Marty Grass, the GM of Digital Marketer, and I can't tell you how many blogs I've written in my life, perhaps even thousands. It's what kickstarted my entire digital marketing career. The problem is that it can become a full-time job just to get out a quality blog consistently. So that's why I wanted to recommend our friends at BK Content. They've been helping businesses drive leads online for over a decade, and now they're offering a monthly SEO blog writing service where they can do it all for you. You'll get all of your monthly blog posts delivered directly to your inbox, 100% ready to publish. And if you sign up right now, you get 50% off your first month when you try out a monthly plan. Go to bkacontent.com slash digitalmarketer. That's bkacontent.com slash digitalmarketer to get started. Hey guys, it's Mark DeGrasse with the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm here today with Ramon. And we're going to be talking about some sales. So welcome, Ramon.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here, man. Uh, this event has been absolutely amazing off the chain. And I've been glad to be here. And thanks for having me on the Digital Marketer Podcast. Really appreciate it.
2: Hey, no problem. What was your favorite part so
1: far? Well, I spoke and that was pretty cool. You oh. know, you wasn't sure where I was speaking at. I'm a first time speaker. <laughs> so that was cool to be invited to speak and serve. I think that was really exciting. And I think, too, the connections. Just really going around here and just the, the, the sessions are great. Marie Forleo and so many others. So I'm weighing it, though, between just the opportunities and meeting cool people. Because, you know, if you have the badges, you have a right. Somebody eating a donut, they're outside in the street. Hi, my name is Ramon. Who are you? And you make a connection. So That's fantastic. I like them both. You know, I'm,
2: I'm a little bit more introverted, so I don't do that so much. <laughs> well, the podcast has been great. I've, I've talked to just these awesome people yes. all week. Uh, Pat Flynn was just in here yeah. uh, a second ago. In this so. very seat. Uh-huh, in I'm not going to wash my jeans. <laughs> <before I can laughs> you wow! Need <laughs> that YouTube magic with that one. Yeah. Uh, so you're good at sales and talking to people. Absolutely. Apparently. Yes. Yes. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. How did you get into what you do?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm the founder of Smart Hustle Media or SmartHustle.com, and we work with very large brands and produce content for them, focused on very small businesses. Hmm. Uh, so I've been a writer, speaker, event producer. Uh, keynote or MC host and all kinda things since my son was four years old. He's now twenty six. Wow. And I say that because today what that's brought me is through the power of personal branding and what I call being the celebrity CEO of your industry. So the bottom line summary concept, which I'm sure you will know very well, you do this and you've interviewed people, is the aspect of two things. One, ask for a smile before you ask for a sale. (laughs) And that's all the concept of building relationships, which we can talk about. So that's that concept. And the second part of it which as a cousin to that, is build a community of fans so that you can nurture to buy from you. So mm-hmm. kind of the same thing, but said two different ways. Ask for a smile before you ask for a sale, and then build a community of fans who you nurture and educate with all the great content. Mm-hmm. We're here at this great event until they buy from you, building trust. That's what that's about.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, you can't really teach anything if people don't have buy-in on the information in the first place. Right. But, you know, in the sense of, uh, for you, marketing big businesses to small businesses, small businesses could be pretty unreceptive to pitches. Yes, correct. So could you talk about that? How you how do you get around that yes. reluctance to hear the message?
1: Correct. And that's that whole aspect. Again, we all know it. I think we do it. My framework is just how I'm saying it, this aspect of being the celebrity CEO. So I think you're a small business. Let's talk B2B then. Mm-hmm. You're a small business owner. I'm holding a beautiful bottle of water in my hand as we record this <laughs> session. I want to get you to buy it. Yeah, I could say, hey, I have water. I'll give you half off, give you a coupon. Can you buy it? Buy it? Buy it. Sure. That's the quick sale. But the longer term method is how can I first build a relationship? Mm -hmm. How can I educate you on the benefits of great, healthy water? How can I educate you on why you should get the water for me? How can I educate, educate, educate? Mm -hmm. Because if I'm the one that's the guru of water for yourself, you're going to then think of me the next time you want to buy water. You know, who's that guy with the shaved head, the glasses and the... Uh, orange or rust, rust colored. <laughs> the, the three sweater. layers. On. The three <laughs> layers in <laughs> the middle of eighty degree heat. Who's that guy? You're going to come to me. So yes, part of it is that education, education, and that works for B2B sales, mm-hmm. or that works for individuals. And I think there's advertising, which we know. You know Matthew McConaughey. Hey, hey I'm driving a Cadillac. <laughs> you know whatever. There's <laughs> there's advertising, but I think the longer term tale, And Ryan Dice said it right. He said trying to be a social media influencer, that that's over. Not that nobody can't, but meaning that's a dime a dozen. Everybody's yeah. doing that. Two, trying to buy ads. Advertising prices are going up, and that's a mature market. That boats gone, but nothing will stop us just being marketers. Mm-hmm. And being a good marketer means I want to build a relationship with you to get you to know, like, and trust. My friend John Jans, I don't know if he was interviewed, but duct tape marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that concept. And then in your small little segment, then you'll be well-known. Mm-hmm. You will be the celebrity CEO of your field.
2: That's, that's that sense concept. Sense. Well, and I think that, you know, marketers you get lost in the volume you think like wow well, if i just get more people on yes. the door then i'll close this percentage and you know then i'll get this many sales yeah. instead of that one-to-one approach which is actually a, kind of an ongoing theme today because pat flynn that that was his big message too like reaching out to individuals and customizing the message yes. and you know actually trying to connect with somebody Correct. emotionally Correct. uh yeah. so somebody who's let's just talk about that so sure. marketers who are very analytical and a stat focused How could they kind of switch that mindset to, like, these are individual people and I could connect with them if I tried?
1: Yes. What I would say is maybe have two marketers or Mm -hmm. two brains, depending on how you can do it and how much biology you can get your hands (laughs) on. (laughs) (laughs) But one part is I think the stats are important. Mm -hmm. To measure the open rates, the click-through rates, the impressions, the video watch time, all these key stats that we look at. That's important. But I do think to yourself, and again, quoting Ryan Dice Mm -hmm. again, this is the aspect of he said about having a good copywriter. Because then you do want that person, maybe they don't know about Google Analytics. It's hard to have a, everybody do, knowing, a marketer knowing everything, but that person that, that just can think, who am I talking to? Okay, I'm talking to Becky. Becky's a married mom with six kids and she lives in the South somewhere, making it up, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's busy, she's stressed, but she loves cheap girl shows, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, part, Work with me here, you know. Mm-hmm. And what's the message? Hey, Becky, uh, how are your kids tonight? Whatever the message. It's hard to do mm-hmm. it in my head like this, but the point is, who am I talking to? How can I write copy that gets them? If you're talking to me, fast to the point, hey Ramon, you want to buy a bottle of water, our earlier example? Yeah. You know, so my point is I think that's how you do it. You want to find that marketer that's just a chill person. You want great work, but I think to your point, sometimes our marketing is too perfect. Mm-hmm. It's too polished. Mm-hmm. And you forget, we're talking to people. Just be chill, right? So knowing who your customer is is mm-hmm. very, very important. That's the bottom line, knowing exactly who am I speaking to? How do they think? What's their demographic? What's their psychographic? What's important to them? And how can I marry my brand, their need mm-hmm. to their brand? My friend, um, they ask you answer um, by uh, Marcus Sheridan, mm-hmm. answering all the questions that your customers have. That's what we're talking about, being human. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, for somebody who's, say, more introverted and not really used to connecting or they feel awkward or they just don't have practice at it because they've never tried it. What's a a technique they could do to kind of get started in the process of, hey, how do I just go up and start talking to people?
1: So one is, of course, the copywriting and email marketing. That's the writing copy. But going back to the personal branding, let's talk about networking tips. That's maybe something. Mm -hmm. It's tough. I get it. It's tough. It takes practice. But I think a few things that may help. And I'll do it right now. Hey, my name is Ramon. I live in New Jersey. I have two kids. And I help very, very large brands reach very, very small businesses. Tell me about yourself. That's one aspect. Mm -hmm. Another way you can do it is, hey, it's so great to be here. This party's great. Listen, I see your badge says um, Jane of Big Company X. What's one thing you learned to be successful? Mm -hmm. People love talking about themselves. Mm -hmm. So those are two ways. Introduce yourself first and just say, tell me about yourself. I've already now set the stage. But the other way is, hey, I'm shy. I'm here at this event. I don't know much about it. Could you tell me one or two, three things that why you came today? Mm -hmm. Why your success? What I can learn from you. That's something. But it's hard. If you're introvert, but I do encourage people, the way to connect with people and get to know people, you got to make some connection try. to them. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, that's fantastic. I really like how you put that solution into the introduction of who you are, where you work, and then here's what I do. Yes. Uh, so how about sculpting that message, the, the one-liner of, hey, here's what I do and how I can help you with your problems.
1: Yeah. I think there's a few ways to do it. I think sometimes people go on too long. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people, it's very confusing. But I think if you can focus on... Seth Godin says this, right? People like this do things like that. Mm. Or people like people like us do things like this, some version of that. So I think if you're able to take the expression of, um, let's take an example of I'm a, a web designer. Mm-hmm. Hey, my name is Ramon. I design websites. For example, we had a chiropractor, and he had problems getting traffic to his website. We redesigned his website. His traffic went up 30%. That's the kind of things we do. So That's off cool. the cuff, but you're able to say web design, which assuming most people know what that is. And sliding in for an example, here's how we help people. And most people then can okay, I know what you do, I know how you can help me. Let's keep talking, or, or just be friends and know each mm-hmm. other. Either way. Well, I think for well,
2: especially marketers, because you know you have to have so many skill sets to do anything. Yes. And so we call it a T-shaped marketer. You you have all these skills, but you do one really well. I think breaking that down is really hard for people. And then even breaking it down, like say say your example of web design, that's actually what I did, right. <laughs> web and brand design. Uh, But I can say, yeah, we do, you know, website design, but SEO is incorporated. And, and, you know, we design your social media graphics around the branding Mm -hmm. that we made for the website. And so I kind of do everything. And that's, that's the typical response I hear when I talk to marketers. They Mm -hmm. don't say, I do this for this person. And how do people kind of boil that down? Do you have a Mm -hmm. method of taking, yes, you could do everything in the world, but what do you actually do?
1: And I think it's okay to do everything in the world, even though we don't let you do that, but do a broad base, but at least start with one specific thing. Mm-hmm. And now depends on network is a bit different. But especially if I'm in a sales meeting and, and you're waiting there, I asked you for the appointment and you're just sitting, okay, you have five minutes, go for it. Then I, but assuming you want it, I'm not a mm-hmm. cold calling you, yeah. then it's a matter of t- remind me what your biggest challenge is. I hear that. Remind me your biggest problem again. Maybe get a little information about you. Then I can say, Great. It's my understanding that you're really having problem getting the right leads. Here's what we can do for you. We specialize in getting leads. For example, we had a client that used to have a pool company. Yeah. And they were trying to they were getting the wrong leads, high net worth clients. We did X, Y, Z to get these type of clients and they got more revenue. <laughs> That's the kind of thing we'd probably like to do with you. Should we have a call? Should we talk further? Done. No, now from that, you can decide, Huh? let's have further information or no, you're not a fit for me. Or I'm not a fit for you, and I fire you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, <that's>,
2: either way, <laughs> that's the dream for most marketers right. is being like, nope, don't want to work with you, yes. and now my life is easier. But then there's also money. for are like, ah, I also okay. want money. <laughs> Right. Yes. <laughs> which is course. actually the hard one of the hardest things. I yes. think the other hardest thing is the objection of price. Yes, which you know I think a lot of especially new marketers fail at that, where they just say, "Oh no, no, I can yeah. do it for less. I can do it for two hundred right. or one hundred or you know whatever it is." How do they get around one uh, undervaluing themselves and then two uh, the price objection?
1: Yeah, I think there's two things that come to mind. Again, we can talk about this for hours, no, but two things come to mind for me. I think one is. In in so many words, I'm the best at what I do, especially if you want to go on the premium route. I'm premium. Mm-hmm. So if you want the best, you should really work with me. There's other people who can do it a lot cheaper, but they can't do X, Y, Z. They don't have the experience we have. That's one route, a nicer version of that. Yeah. Other thing, though, is that to ask, okay, so what's the problem you're having? Great, you're losing $20 million mm-hmm. every single year. Wow, $20 million. We have services for $50,000, the best you want. We'll solve that. Mm. So comparison, fifty thousand dollars to have you get back one hundred, one, one, whatever the number, on the, yeah. you know, uh, nineteen million nine hundred and fifty thousand, <laughs> whatever the thing is. So that's is that helpful to either yeah. go what their problem is and get that in context and say what you're giving us is a is small so percentage tough, yeah. to do this. You know, mm-hmm. so that's the one of two ways. But also, I go through it myself as a public speaker, as an MC and a host. A lot of people you can talk to, no problem for for sure. Here's the value I have and in fact. There's 10 of us who are great. Mm. You may use them. Sometimes having that transparency is better. I mean, I'd be a fit for everybody. No problem. <laughs> I'll come and clap for the other guy. No yeah. problem.
2: That's so, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so what else could people do to kind of well, – let's talk about just getting the sale? So if sure. I went from, okay, I just met you at a conference. We had a good talk. I mentioned that I do web design. And now – What's the next step? How can I get more
1: uh, connected with the prospect? I think a few things, ignoring automated ways, but I think a few things is follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. That's one. Mm -hmm. I think point two, if you're sure they're a perfect fit and they do have a solution, what about even going to their website or giving them an audit already? Mm -hmm. Here's the 99 things we saw wrong with your site that we would do different. That takes time now, but that's another tack you can do. Mm -hmm. Four, would you like to set up a call to discuss this? We can't discuss all 99 things. But if you see three or four things you want to ask us about, let's do it, especially if the price is worthwhile. You know, if you're talking about a $50,000, $200,000 website, hey, let's have a call for half an hour. Mm -hmm. We may not be a fit. If we're not, we'll help you find the right person. The key is to keep them talking. Keep them talking. That That makes a lot of sense. And especially if they're the right fit, the relationship is there. There's a lot of ifs, of course. Mm -hmm. But then the only thing is, and if you've answered their questions, if they feel secure, there's no reason why they're not going to buy from you.
2: So in terms of, let's talk about know that. Sure. Like if somebody says, you know what? Yeah, I like the product. I like you, but I just don't want to do this right now or
1: X, Y, when Z. When would you like to do it?
2: Mm. Easy. <laughs> about, <we're> <laughs> around, keep keep let's rip. Uh, Six months from now. Six
1: months Okay. I'm just curious, why not now? Because you said you're losing sales right now so you're going to lose sales for six months which is fine I'm just asking so uh, I, I, don't, I don't have time right now to,
2: to manage this you
1: No, know, it does take a lot of time but one thing we've done with clients we work with a lot of people like you who don't have time and I understand it we will take care of all the work and give you weekly updates once a week for five minutes so you can check the progress how's we're doing it and if you don't like what we're doing we can stop right there but we we understand how that can be so we'll do the brunt of the work and check in something you don't like of course correct if something you like tell us to keep going it's easier than having a slice of pizza.
2: Mm, that's fantastic. Uh, in terms of follow up, what is too much follow up? Mm-hmm. I actually had one one situation where I got a referral from somebody, and they said, "Hey, this, uh, this lady wants a website." And I was like, "Great!" And I wanted to be very proactive, so I contacted her and said, "Hey, you know, no pressure. Right. You know, let's just set up a call and we can figure it out." And she didn't reply, so two days later, I, I sent another email. I said, "Hey, you know, I didn't hear back. Uh, I know you were expecting an email from me, so you know, take your time whenever you want." You know, you could come back to me. And she contacted the the woman who referred and said, that guy was pestering me. I can't believe that he contacted me twice in this week. And I'm not interested in that.
1: Yeah. One, some people are just jerks. (laughs) But I think depending on what it is, I think, listen, once a week, I'd say, I think once every, and more frequently that can be a bit of a pain. But the things you can do, change the subject line, change the text, change the phone call. Call different times even when they're not there. Hey Janice, I know it's late Friday night. I know you're out. I didn't want you to answer the phone. You're gonna get this on Monday. I'm heading out with my kids too. I just wanted to wish you a great weekend. If you want to talk still, just let me know. And if you don't, no problem, just let me know so I won't have to I won't follow up with you. Three, four, five more days. Hey Janice, hope you got my message. Again, I'm heading out. I got a lot going on. If you wanted to help you, let me know so we can be in touch. But if not, no problem. So I find a tactic taking the pressure off, mm-hmm. it sounds weird, maybe it's not the best sales tactic, but the worst thing I want is selling or talking to somebody who doesn't want me. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather say, listen, we may not be a fit for you. If you feel uncomfortable or not a fit, just let me know, no problem, and I'll and I'll you know wish you all the best, and I can send you a list of some others you may want to contact. Mm-hmm. I even go that no, far. I like that. I'd rather have a no or yes to non-contact, mm-hmm. really. I mean, just say, screw you, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like people with rust-colored <laughs> sweaters. Fine, great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but ghosting me, it doesn't serve any of us because I'm going to pro- follow. So my answer to this though would be: there's never a time not to follow up. Keep, yeah. re- always follow up, but I'd save it to once a week and just change how you do it. Uh, okay. Send a card, send a gift, send a text. But one, but gently, gently, gently. Don't be careful of that pushing. Just hey, listen. I was looking at you. I, by the way, I came by your store to your free mm. event, your cheese event. By the way, I noticed you had a Uh, a sale. I bought some teddy bears from you, whatever the, Mm -hmm. you get what I mean? Be involved in them. No, that's fantastic.
2: Yeah. For me, you know, it it took me a while. It probably took me a year before I understood my sales cycle uh, when I had my agency and it was about three weeks. Mm -hmm. I knew that if somebody came in, sat down, we talked, I gave them a quote, it would be about three weeks before they actually committed. And then I would just follow up until then. And it was all good. I mean, you know, I like to say I had a 100% close rate. <laughs> I got you, hey? You're a baller, man. <laughs> no, it was not 100%. I got you. Uh, that was another speaker that we had on, on Sunday at our certified partners meeting. He was uh, Dominic. And he was saying that uh, you don't have 100% close rate because you didn't include your cold leads. When you include cold leads, mm, I got you.
1: It's probably eight uh, percent, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how you count. Exactly.
2: Uh, so, do you have metrics that you use to kind of judge your performance in terms of sales or something useful for that? Sure.
1: I mean, some things we look at for sure. How many proposals have I sent out? Mm. How many conversations have I had? How many people have said yes? Mm. And how many of my clients are buying from me again and again? Yeah. Those are four things we look at. My main thing is the clients buying from me again. Because if my clients are buying from me again. The small little business Ramon has, we are good to go. Mm -hmm. I don't need to reach every large brand selling to small businesses. I just need five to ten of them, and I'm good. That's awesome. I don't need all 500. Can't take that. I'm a small business. I'm not, you know, a billion-dollar company.
2: Now, another thing I see with uh, agencies especially is they get really busy. They're they're selling. No, no, they're not busy. They need money. Sell, 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 sell. sell, And then, okay, I'm busy. And then it drops off a cliff, and now their sales cycle just stops or pauses. they got to
1: always keep marketing. Always keep out there some sort of tool, some sort of lead magnet, some sort of educational resource. Hey, this is the Agency Digest. It's Friday. Real quick snippet or podcast or, mm-hmm. or something they're doing to keep their CEO or their name in front. You never stop marketing. That You're right. It's a good point. You it have is. to have some sort of educational or lead generation or something that you are always doing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. So how long do you say like, when somebody just starts their business they're getting ramped up. Like, How long would it take to really understand their sales cycle or process? Like, How long should that take?
1: It's tough. And as you're talking about someone who just started, mm-hmm. it could take a while. Six months to a year or less, meaning it depends on how many customers you have and how well you're selling. Hopefully, mm-hmm. though, if you're in the industry, you're having conversations with people. So let's say it's you and I. You have a need. You've been in my webinar. You're in my funnel. It could be faster. But generally speaking, especially for websites, usually they're not sold right, immediate. Mm-hmm. It takes some conversation. So if you're just starting out, though, it can be tough yeah. You know, to understand that. And also, there's the volume and the frequency. So mm-hmm. if you have hundreds in your pipeline, you can use some, some stats, Excel spreadsheet, or whatever it is, to figure out what that is. But if you just have one or two, it's hard to create a narrative and a story from that.
2: Mm. What about somebody who gets too much business, where they start selling... Their pipeline's going good, and then they just close, and they're yeah. they're scaling unpredictably.
1: That's a good problem to have. It is. It's a good. But you, that's, there, I think you want to systematize, make sure your processes are tight, make sure you have different buckets that people can go into when they buy from you, make sure your team is on point. I think. So I think that seems like a scalability problem in a good way. How can I keep scaling it and making sure that I don't have dissatisfied customers? Mm. You know what I mean? That I don't. I have a hundred people that fifty of them are not not dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. No, That's absolutely. the problem there because at that stage, you won't even know everybody. But a closed loop system that you're constantly checking in, constantly getting reviews, double checking on people. Hey, this lead came in Were they followed up on. This client bought from us. Did they say we did a good job?
0: Hey, DM listeners, did you know that you can generate leads from Instagram without using any landing pages or websites? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Instagram actually allows businesses and influencers to set up automations to automatically capture leads through the Instagram inbox. So this means that you can generate leads for your business all using 100% automated Instagram messages. And the good news is our friends at Bot Builders can show you exactly how to do it. They're an industry leader and these guys have landed some of the biggest clients in the world. So if you want to learn how to use Instagram automation to generate leads, go check out their free training at botwebinar.com. They'll show you exactly how it works, you'll see a live demo, and also how you can start using their pre-built templates to start going after big clients yourself. Once again, that's botwebinar.com.
2: That's fantastic. So if you give the audience, say, just one tip, one this one thing will improve your sales, what would that be?
1: One thing that will improve the sale of any agency, you and train your staff to always be nice, nice,
2: nice. Love that. That's... That's hard. <laughs> it is I, it I, I hard. It. I can explain it. not don't, you. Sure if you want to
1: But to explain it a bit, be nice, 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 I think. We all know the automation, the digital stuff. I think that many people can do pretty part well. The but I think part, yeah, part yeah. of it is that you don't know how to sell, how to communicate, how to speak. How to say, hey, good morning. Oh, my God, you bought a puppy. How's the puppy? I find that half the people or more just can't do that. Mm.
2: Yeah. That's uh, you know something you could definitely practice. Yeah. Be nice to people. Yes. That's why I moved to Texas.
1: like it came when we were talking here right we engaged a bit and said hello
0: hey DM listeners I've been running my own business since I was 17 and I found that nothing slows down entrepreneurs more than this one pesky question and that's what do I do next and left unanswered you find yourself stuck far below your potential jumping from one shiny object to the next perpetually wondering why other businesses are growing and yours is stuck so that's why scalable has put together the seven levels of scale framework We'll give you the shortest path possible to go from a struggling startup to a high profit, high impact, exitable business. That'll give you the wealth and freedom you deserve. So stop wondering what to do next and take our free three minute assessment today at getscalable.com DM. That's getscalable.com DM. And you can download a free guide to show you what level of scale you're currently at and how you can scale quickly and profitably to the next. Hi, DM listeners. You have a LinkedIn profile, right? But are you actually using it to generate new business? Survey says, probably not. I'm Mandy McEwen, your digital marketer podcast co-host, Mod Marketing founder, and LinkedIn nerd. Now, if you're like most professionals, you aren't exactly sure how to use LinkedIn to get results. And that's where I come in. I've trained thousands of professionals and enterprise teams on how to maximize LinkedIn. And I've narrowed down the key steps that lead to real results on LinkedIn and put them in a quick checklist that takes less than 30 minutes a day to complete. You can go to modgirl.info DM to start using it. Again, that's modgirl.info DM. Digital marketer listeners, we are back with another lightning round segment with Ramon. Question number one is what is a book that every marketer should read?
1: They Ask You Answer by Marcus Sheridan, the book about how you should answer all the questions your customers have. So he has a pool company and he answered like 300 or more questions all about pools. Everybody wanted to to go to him to know what pool should I buy, even if they didn't buy from him because he was the fountain of knowledge for the pool industry. So they ask, you answer.
0: Ramon, what's the best piece of marketing advice you've ever received?
1: Probably the best piece of marketing advice I've received uh, or even given maybe is ask for a smile before you ask for a sale. We rush for the sale so much sometimes. When I'm a firm believer, calm down, gooey dad, slow down, and just be nice to people.
0: What social media platform do you find yourself spending the most time on? Yes. What is it?
1: Yes. (laughs) I do. All all of them? (laughs) Uh, Facebook. Yeah, probably Facebook. Oh, the most time. Clubhouse. Okay. I'm on Breakfast with Champions. Check it out. 15 hours of programming. Go
0: check it out. Yeah. Where do you find your inspiration for your businesses, your ideas, your products?
1: All around me. I'm a fervent reader. I'm on social media quite a bit. Um, I, I, I love people listening to all forms of media. So I think that's probably where I'm inspired. A few masterminds. Yeah, but I love people.
0: I love it. Last question here. What business influencer or celebrity do you think is doing the best job with their digital marketing?
1: That's a tough question, but I'll shout out my good friend and who I look up to, Seth Godin. I think for years he's been consistent in producing content, which draws us to him. And those who are interested will invest in him. Seth Godin. I love it.
0: Thank you so much, Ramon.
1: And thanks so much for having me. But best place for me is RamonRay.com or SmartHustle.com. Free guides on personal branding and all kind of things to help agencies and small businesses go to the next level. So SmartHustle.com.
0: Digital marketer listeners, we appreciate you sticking around with us and spending some time with us today. You can find us same time, same day next week, and we'll catch you on the next one. Hey, DM listeners. Are you wanting to stay on the cutting edge of what's working when it comes to running paid ads? We don't always talk about it on the Digital Marketer podcast because we actually have another show just for that. It's called Perpetual Traffic and it's hosted by Facebook ads expert, Ralph Burns and Google ads master, Kasim Aslam. The show is refreshingly hilarious and equally as informative. You can go to perpetualtraffic.com to listen or you can find it wherever you get your podcasts.